Welcome back to Going Rounds, the official podcast of Gusto, a matter company. I'm Janet Harris Course, podcast producer and host of this podcast. In our last episode, we heard from music composer Ivana Cuesta Gonzalez, who created the theme song for Freedom Unfinished, a podcast produced by Gusto and the ACLU of Massachusetts last September. If you haven't heard that episode yet, please put it on your list. Today, in this corner, we've got post-production producer Mandy Lawson, whose story we'll hear after the break. So my name is Mandy Lawson. I don't really have any nicknames because technically, I guess my name is kind of a nickname. My birth certificate says Mandy, but a lot of people think my name is Amanda and my nickname is Mandy. My parents were really into Barry Manilow, which there's a song. (laughs) I am on the post-production team. We edit anything from case study videos to client testimonials to brand anthems. You name it, we've done it. Uh, I also tend to help out on the live production uh, because I have experience in live production. So I will TD a lot of our uh, live virtual events uh, if we have anything in the studio or if we need to just cut something live to tape so that it will be easier on the back end of editing. So it really ranges. Uh, I feel like the opportunities here are endless. Uh, I also work on the podcast team, which I'm very excited about. It's one thing to be a video editor, but to have to tell a story just through audio is like a whole different experience, which I really love doing too. It's funny, I work in video and then in my off time, I tend to actually do a lot of stuff with video. I work for the Bruins and the Celtics uh, for their in-game video board show, uh, doing a bunch of different things, anything from like replays to stats to rolling all the videos to running a camera. Um, it's a fun thing for me. Uh, so obviously I love what I do, so I continue to do it in my off time. But aside from video, I garden a lot. I grow a lot of vegetables. Uh, this year was pretty good. I grew a lot of eggplants and tomatoes and peppers and it was just so fun it's very I don't know how to explain it it's just like going out there and just like harvesting your own vegetables like just relaxes me and get to do fun things with it like I'll pickle them or I'll dehydrate them and make like little powders and then I spend time with my family a lot you know I I have a nephew um he's five and he's adorable so I spend a lot of time with him I'm based out of the Newburyport office. I live in a house that was built in the 1870s. Um, It's really charming. That's what I like to call it. Not old, charming. Um, And I actually live on a small lake. So I get to look outside to the water every day. And it's really beautiful to wake up to, relax at night and look out onto. I love listening to all of the little critters and creatures in my area. We have a ton of like birds and they're so cute, the cardinals. And um, it's just very uh, quaint and home and cozy. Love it. Uh, I actually live about 
20 minutes down the road from my parents, which I go and visit very often. Um, So that's kind of like, you know, my second home. Currently at my house, it's just me and my cat. His name's Salem. He's a little black cat. He's a kitten. He's like six months old. He's adorable. Very, very into Sabrina the Teenage Witch when I was a kid. But yeah, it's, I love where I live. Very historic area. (laughs) My favorite childhood memory. Oh boy. I don't really have one specifically that stands out that is like super interesting, but I have one that stands out that I think is hilarious. So when I was little, I had like a communion dress, like a white communion dress. And I used to think that I was Mary Poppins and I would run around my yard with a umbrella trying to take off into the air. (laughs) And like, I specifically remember like doing that all the time. And now thinking about it, I, my parents must've been like, what is wrong with her? (laughs) Running around my yard in a white communion dress, thinking I'm Mary Poppins trying to take off with an umbrella. So when I was in high school, I watched a lot of Saturday Night Live. And that was really the thing that got me into video. I wanted to work for Saturday Night Live. I wanted to live in New York City. Obviously the dream, everybody wants to move to New York. So I joined our film club, which consisted of a bunch of football players. And so it really wasn't, I didn't really learn anything in high school about video, but I did carry around like this like little like Sony, like handy cam and like my senior project was a video of like all my friends. And um, so that's kind of like where I started and where I wanted to go. And then once I went to college, I was looking for an internship and an internship with the Red Sox popped up. And I was like, oh, I love sports. Like my family is like huge into sports. So I applied and like out of like 4,000 people, me and like three other people actually got the internship, which I was shocked about. Um, And I learned so much like working there. I, I learned so much. It was insane. So like I went from wanting to work in New York at Saturday Night Live to completely changing my career path to sports because I just became obsessed. So when I got the internship with the Red Sox, this was back when interns didn't get paid. I worked every, almost every single game um, for free. And I would do stuff for the video board, like roll videos like back then were on tapes and I had to rewind and make sure the time codes were correct, play the correct video. Um, I would um, run some of the ads that would be on like the fascia boards, which are these like little LED boards on the on the facade. Um, and then we also had a TV show, which th- it's still there, but <laughs> we had a TV show that I worked on where we followed the players around if they did something in the community. So we had to put together little pieces and put together a 30 minute show, features on players, features on the ballpark because it's so old. So from the Red Sox, I moved on to actually pack my bags and I moved to Texas, to Dallas. Um, I'd never been there before and it was an opportunity to essentially create a video department from scratch for this college called Southern Methodist University. I worked in the athletic department and me and one other person completely built studio. We had to cover 17 different sports 
And yeah, it was it was definitely uh, different. I wasn't used to college sports. I it, I feel like college sports aren't very big up here in Massachusetts, uh, but down in Texas, it's insane. Like the football, especially. And then I started to miss baseball, so I saw that the Texas Rangers were hiring, and I was really excited about it. Really, it's right down the street for me. It wasn't far. And I knew who would end up being my boss. I knew him personally. So I reached out and I, he just offered me the job, which was awesome. And I worked there for about five years um, as the director of event production. I had to manage like a staff of like 20. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Uh, we got to build a brand new ballpark, which was great. Uh, it's state of the art. It's got a roof, a retractable roof. Uh, I met a lot of really great friends. Um, and then COVID hit and I decided that I wanted to move back home. So I decided to pack my bags and move back to Massachusetts. And that's where I found Gusto. Definitely different, definitely different career path. Yeah, I went from sports to not sports, but I love it. I love working here. <laughs> Three words to sum up what I bring to my projects. I think creativity is obviously number one. Um, trying to think outside the box. Positivity. Um, I like to bring a positive attitude into all of my projects. I feel like maybe sometimes things can be frustrating, but trying to look on the bright side of things. And then patience. Uh, every, again, every project's different. So having a little bit of patience goes a long way in order to get the job done and have a good time doing it. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Going Rounds. I hope you feel like you learned a little bit more about Mandy. Ugh, Mandy, the fact that we haven't gotten a glass of wine together in your garden and watched a sunset, it makes me cry at night. But one day, my girl, one day. <laughs> if you ever want to talk with Mandy or myself or anyone at Gusto, please email us at hello at letsgusto.com. We can't wait to bring you more perspectives from our staff and other creatives that inspire us. Until then, bye.